look at us here, just like it's fate. That tango presents. Tis a date. In a faraway land on a cool summer night, in the light of a bathroom vanity light, a man stood primping and pruning his face, preparing and planning for a wonderful date. What? His name was Jeff, and it had been quite a while since he felt the warm embrace of a woman bring a smile. With a twinkle in his eye and much hope in his belly, he sprayed his cologne because he feared he'd be smelly. God damn it. A weird voice is back. He desperately lacked a warm woman's touch since his girlfriend had left him for smoking too much. And now was a chance to lie with another. The pressure was on to win a new lover. Okay, I don't know who you are, but you need to stop. Robin's gonna be here any minute. I can't deal with a spectral voice saying weird rhyming shit on our first date. God knows how I passed my driving test. Hark, she's arrived. She announced it so splendid. Now was the time that dear Jeff comprehended. The night now to come would be tricky, but fun. So off to the door to greet her, Jeff, run! God damn it. Hey, Robin. Jeff, she exclaimed with glee and pheromones. Sorry, I'm early. I wish to see your home. Uh, maybe later. Right now, I kind of really need to get out of here. Something weird is going on, and I could really use a drink. Alas, Robin agreed, though a little deterred, for it was her wish to visit and learn more about Jeff, but she felt she would try to learn over dinner more about this nice guy. They jumped in his car, and during the drive, Robin asked Jeff about what he likes. I like smoking weed, Jeff said honestly. And I like long romantic walks on the beach. What about you? Jeff asked his sweet date, hoping to learn a bit about her own tastes. I love horror movies, she said with such pride. And I like to smoke too. Dank weed is real tight. Jeff thought it was strange she spoke like it was 2003, but he responded with, Noise. Because he liked smoking weed. I've got a pre-roll. He said, holding up a fine joint. Want to get hungry and arrive late? Robin's excitement was clear in her voice. She lit it right up, and then she said, Nice. And soon the two filled Jeffrey's car full of smoke. A spark had been sparked through a flirty shared toke, when suddenly arose through the joy such a clatter, a siren and lights would surely prove a disaster. Fuck! Hollered Jeff as he exhaled a puff. Quick, put it out! My parole isn't up! Robin abided as he rolled down the windows, and he proceeded to pull to the side of the road. A breath and a blink, then a tap on the glass. Hello, officer. Was I going too fast? Do you got a skunk that you're hiding in there? Or perhaps old St. Snoopalus came early this year? You see, officer, said Jeff with distress. Uh, well, don't you see? He was trying his best, when suddenly, as if a flash of white light, Robin spoke up, very calm in this plight. It's all my fault, she said, showing the cop a small card. 
It's medical, see? Please don't be alarmed. Still, said the cop, while driving you ripped. That's technically illegal. I should take you in. But, said Miss Robin, he begged me not to. I just couldn't help it. My anxiety grew. A panic attack is what came over me. Arrest me if you must, but please, let Jeffrey walk free. The officer looked right at Jeff. Is that true? Yes, sir. I swear I'm as sober as you. All right, then, he said. I can let this one slide. Have a good night, and don't let her drive. With that, it was over. The police car drove away. Should we light up another? Jeff said. To celebrate? Robin was down, and they smoked all the drive, this time unharassed from the weight of the crime. Soon they'd arrived at the fancy steakhouse, but it seemed that sweet Robin was feeling something else. I'm down if you're down, she said, but I think I've got some mad munchies for something greasy to eat. There's Burgerville near, just a few blocks away. They've got that new Mingan meat patty mini ding plate. That sounds fucking bomb, Robin said with a cry. I could destroy some Worcestershire fries. Then let's fucking go, said Jeff as he threw it in drive. And in a flash, in a blink, in a puff, it arrived. Soon they were eating in silence in his car, eating as if they'd never before. Mmm, moaned Jeff as he took a big bite, in a haze looking over, thinking Robin was right. He couldn't but help to notice how nice she looked chowing down in the parking lot lights. The sauce from her burger dripping down looking like sin made him feel wiggles coming from his small friend. <clears throat> Coughed Jeff, clearing his throat. You know, this has been more fun than I'd hoped. Robin finished chewing, then leaned over to him. Me too, she said, then kissed him on the chin. Fuck, I am high, she laughed. I aimed for your cheek. Jesus Christ, stoner, your kiss game is weak. Oh, really, she said. Think I can't get it done? And with that, she macked hard in his mouth with her tongue. They kissed and they kissed until their food was all cold. Horny as hell, Jeff grew even more bold. He took a big chance and put his hand on her neck. She upped the whole game, though, when she grabbed on his dick. Wait, really? Said Jeff, breaking from their embrace. If that's on your mind, let's go back to my place. Robin just nodded with a flirty, dark smile. Jeff turned on the car, and away they went, riled. Finally, the day surely was here. Jeff would get laid just once this year. Once? It's January! What? Robin asked when Jeff spoke so awry. Who are you talking to? Are you feeling all right? Sorry, said Jeff. It's nothing, my bad. I was just thinking of a dream that I had. Robin seemed a little confused, but she just smiled and refused to presume. Jeff felt ever so lucky he'd almost slipped up. He wasn't about to fuck getting laid up, especially with someone with whom he'd clicked with so hard he was, after all, about to lose his V-card. What the fuck? I'm not a virgin! What? inquired dear Robin with chagrin. Are you talking to me? You said you're not a virgin? No, it's... it's nothing. He said, very aware of a stain on his bed. There's no stain on my bed? Where are you getting this stuff? I washed the sheets this morning! What the fuck is this shit? 
maybe you should just pull over the car, said Robin to Jeff with goosebumps on her arms. I can call for a ride. Why don't you just let me out? No, hollered Jeff. I'm not a psycho. Something weird is going on. Don't you hear it? It's been here all night. It keeps talking. It keeps fucking rhyming. You've got to believe me. Robin pulled out her phone and dialed 911. Let me out now, creep. I carry a gun. This is all a misunderstanding. I'm not a creep, I swear. Robin had pointed a loaded Glock 43, and down in his trousers, he felt some warm pee. Slowly, he brought the car to a stop, and away in a dash, she ran on the phone with the cops. Jeff had a quiet and lonely drive home after that. In silence, he parked, then walked up to his flat. Shut up. His home had a coldness. He left the lights off. He crawled into bed once again to jerk off. pulled up pornography to watch on his phone. His will was so weak, he couldn't muster it alone. His hand felt empty wrapped around his small piece, and slowly he stroked, dripping tears on his knee. He couldn't help wondering if Robin was the one and she'd slipped through his fingers because of what he'd done. Excuse me? What you had done? Perhaps he was crazy. Perhaps he was insane. Perhaps he just needed to end all the pain. One simple rope or a cut in a tub. Why not end it all if he couldn't find love? Aha! You want me to kill myself? I knew there was something evil about you. Come on, Come little on, Jeff. Jeff. Just, Just do, do it already. It. You're wasting away. Your life is so silly. One final breath, and you can find peace. Do it already. The hurt can be eased. I'm not gonna kill myself just because I couldn't get laid. Come on. No. Do it. No. You're too pathetic to continue to live. You'll never be married. You'll never have kids. Joke's on you, asswipe. I don't even want kids. You'll never have a dog. <gasps> you take that back. You suck. You suck. Just die already. How about you just fuck right off? <sighs> I've got a fucking rhyme for you. A random strange voice what whispers in my ear, talking mad oh, shit, creating fucking fear. But Knock you're just some bitch who can't no, actually no, no, do no, no, shit. No, no, no. I still control my actions. Fuck off, rhyming dick. <laughs> what? Nothing to say about that? It's... It's gone? It's gone! I'm free! 
Maybe it's not too late to fix things. Hey, Robin, it's Jeff. Sorry for tonight. Just wanted to let you know I got rid of the voice that was talking to me, and I am totally back to normal. So I was wondering if you still wanted to have sex. Anyways, give me a call back when you get this. Later. Tis a Date is a property of Fat Tango Productions. The voice of Jeff was played by Michael Lannon. The narrator voice was played by Matt Rodolfi. Boy, that was an interesting thing you just listened to, huh? Weird stuff over here at Fat Tango. It's really too bad you can't unlisten to it, huh? I mean, you're still hanging around for after the credits after all. I mean, honestly, I'm beginning to think that it's you that's the one with issues here, not us. We're, we're clearly the sane ones. We're normal. You're weird. This has been a Fat Tango production. You like oh, it? Yeah, you oh, like I it? Like oh, it stepsister. Oh, oh, why you always get stuck in things, stepsister? Oh, you, you like it? Oh, you're stuck in the dryer, oh, stepsister. Oh, you're so helpless. Oh, remember last week when you got stuck in the dishwasher? Oh, you're always cleaning, stepsister. Oh, oh, stepsister. Oh, how'd you even get stuck in the fax machine? Oh, oh, it was like you. Stepmother, you suck in the dishwasher, stepmother. Oh, you're stuck.